when I was in private practice, I was doing well. The practice was growing. Mm. I was busy. And sat one day, man, another one, another second encounter. I'm sitting one day and I feel like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Sure. Like I'm just sitting, I've got a very thriving practice. Yeah. Um, um, working really hard, but I'm sitting one day, I'm thinking, is this it? This can't be all to me. Like, you know, like when that feeling yeah, is that intense. In there, it's like, like mm-hmm, I really can't do this for the rest of yeah. my life. Hello, Wisdom and Wellness family. This is a special episode. This person I'm sitting next to, I don't know how much he knows, that he's changed my life completely. And I'm speaking about Dr. Doomy. He is a medical doctor, award-winning musician, producer, singer, songwriter, and he calls himself a spiritual doctor. And for me, he's pretty much the man who saved my life. Did you know that? I didn't know. (laughs) You didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Should I give you context? Yeah. Okay. So... Before you called me, right? Yeah. So I have been wanting to be a musician, right? Oh. Like it was my dream to be a musician. And I had all these stages that I had coveted yeah. that I wanted to be on. And it just wasn't happening, right? And you're basically the first person who gave me a chance out of nowhere. Wow. And I came in and I did the thing. And you're amazing. Was I amazing? Yeah, you were amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I felt like it. Like the room. How did I find I don't even know how we... You came to my church. Oh. And I was singing in the choir at PCI. And then we connected on Twitter and long story. Totally remember. Cool. But how you saved my life or the trajectory of my life was that in 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 being part of your production, yeah. I realized I love it, but it's not my it's not who you are. It's not who I am. It's good. Did you know that? Um Did you I, see that? I, I figured out like over time that you are cut out for a very different space and the journey that you are now. Jeez. It proper makes sense. Like I look at it every time I think, what were you trying to do <laughs> the whole time? I know. And because uh, you're amazing at what you do and you're, you're very gifted even as a singer. Yeah. So it was not that you you wouldn't have made a great musician. Yeah. You probably would have. Yeah. Um, but I think everything is about what your calling is. Exactly. Right? And your purpose in life. Cause yeah. We all have different gifts. I do other things. I play soccer <laughs> with the <laughs> boys <you're> now, <laughs> just at home in the backyard. But but I wouldn't do that for a living. For a living, yeah. Even if I had an opportunity to, because I think part of growing up is really realizing what your assignment is. Yeah. And I think I think we mature to that point where we know, oh, this is my assignment. But I'm grateful that you, I think in a way you released me. And I don't know if you yeah. remember any of the conversations we had, because you were obviously interacting with a lot of people, yeah. but I'll try sneaking a question here and yeah. there. And I remember saying to you, one day, do you promise you're going to write a song for my album? <laughs> so I saw that happening. But yeah. since you, you say... You still do it though. I, I think you should have a... Uh, I also think that gifts must be explored, right? 100%. Uh, so if you can, and if you find the time, if it yeah. doesn't steal away from your peace, and yeah. you, you know, because it, it has its own thing. It has its own. Right. I think it's got its own place. But now going back, I want to know from our conversations, did you ever see this moment? Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful unfolding. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 maybe because you were a musician in my head. That's <laughs> yeah, like all I saw. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So I thought you'd evolve to that. Yeah. But like when this started happening and it started 
growing and growing and growing. I thought, oh yeah, okay. she, was, she was meant for this. Yeah. So it's, it's also, I, I think people are just wired different, man. And yeah. I think our journey takes different paths and none of it is a waste. None of it is a waste. Because every, every bit of it builds into who we are. Yeah. Helps us make certain decisions, helps us make certain turns. Yeah. So, um, Perhaps it was a necessary path for I you to make was, a certain turn. It was definitely necessary. Yeah. I mean, the the when I got my payment because it wasn't free. We got it wasn't paid. free. <laughs> it was a good night. It was a nice payment for me. And like, I think I'm like 23, and this comes in my account. Like, huh? <laughs> and but what that taught me, I looked at that and I was like, if this is what I'm getting, what is he getting? <laughs> I want to be that person. I want to be a yeah. doctor too in my own field. But um, I oh, just wanted to make. You've done well. I want to say thank so you well. publicly for for seeing me and for giving me um, that I'm opportunity. I, you know what's 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 one of the most beautiful things to watch is yeah. to um want to hear a person say is you contributed to my journey yeah and it's heartwarming when their journey is really amazing yeah like you just think oh wow i'm yeah. glad i played a little played part, a part whatever it was yeah um but for me it's just seeing people get into their own space yeah. and do that well because i think i've i've learned in life that everybody has a role to play yeah everyone has a way that they need to uh, impact society and change people's lives. I'm particularly glad when what one what when what a person does mm. adds value to people's value. lives. And, yeah, and you do that well. So uh, thank you. You have done well. Thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah. I think just to close off the the complimenting because <laughs> back and forth is um, I think the most beautiful thing about your gift is that you haven't duplicated yourself. You don't yeah. make people wanna be like you you make people want to be more no. more of themselves and that is not something yeah. everybody understands i don't want to be like anybody yeah so uh, one of the biggest lessons that i've learned quite early was you cannot beat a person at being themselves nope so <laughs> i'm gonna beat you every time if you try to be me yeah, like, it's like i'm always it gonna be naturally yeah, yeah, i'm always gonna be number no one yeah um the way i think the way i process things you know um the way i write yeah. the way i sing yeah God made us so unique that everybody literally sits in a space all by themselves. Yeah. And you can only thrive in that space. You can only thrive and you're number one at that yeah. space. Yeah. So when a person finds that space where they are number one and they're them, it's just the most beautiful thing Amazing. to watch. Like, yeah. keep, keep it's going. It's miraculous. Man. Yeah. I want you to tell your own story. I want to know about your, and I know you've told it before, but yeah. I mean, you said yes, so you could not answer it on yes. my platform. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I want to know about your, your upbringing. Who's Dumi? Okay. Um, Dumi the boy. Dumi yeah. the, Dumi the child. Yeah. So, so I, I, I got, um, to write a song. It's called I'm Doomy. Mm. I don't know if I've had it. Mm -hmm. um, so the song literally speaks about my birth story and then I tie that to many other characters in the Bible, even up to Jesus. Um, so my name actually is a, comes from a song mm. um, that my mom sang when she was in labor mm. because she, she passed out and Actually, she was told that this is, this delivery is not going to happen. They need to find a way to get me out. And they can only save one of us. Sure. Which would probably have to be her. Yeah. And she refused to do whatever you can do. I was apparently in distress. And 
Um, yeah, so ultimately they get me out. But then when she's under, she wakes up singing this song, mm. which has the word Dumishang in it. Mm. So my full name is Dumishang, which mm. means praise. Praise, yeah. Um, yeah, that's how she named me. Sure. So, uh, and I think that in itself set my cause for life. Yeah. Like, because it's all I, I'm about. I'm about giving praise to God. And... I grew up very shy. I grew up very still shy. I am very <laughs> no. I'm not shy. I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't think shy is the right word. Now I have a. I have a very different. Okay. Different um, understanding of shy. Okay. So I don't be... like shy anymore. Okay. I'm, I'm with. I'm withdrawn. Withdrawn. With help. Okay. That <laughs> I like my own space. I think you read the room. Yeah. So I'm. 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 Shy. Shy is almost the total opposite of. It's the other side. Of proud. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it, it feels like the same thing to me. Like, so okay. I'm not shy. Okay. Not shy. Um, um, but I grew up very alone. Yeah. Yeah. In my own space. Mm. I've, I've, ne- I've not been a very outgoing person. Um, so the contrast is then having to stand before thousands and thousands <laughs> people. of people every single time. I think God just has a great sense of humor, like literally... Say you need me every single time yeah. you stand because yeah. you're not really. You can't really, show up without me. Yeah, you can't show yeah. up without me, and yeah. that's like big. And you learn a life of dependence. So I grew up in that space. Was very withdrawn in my own space. Loved books. Loved learned to play keyboards very early. Mm. Loved playing soccer. Uh, was good at it as well. Um, maybe if I went to the Premier League, out you know. <laughs> You're making some serious money, <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, so I'm the last of six, sure. so pretty much spend my entire life as yeah. Probably also finding your place. Like where do you fit yeah. in here? Yeah, everybody yeah. has has their own place in. Yeah. They know what they are doing. Just, are you getting advice from everybody sure. about what you should do, the direction your life should take? You know, at, at one point, I remember a conversation happening about me in my presence without me being told <laughs> that we're talking about you, you know. Um, and, yeah, um, my father was really pro-education. Yeah. And always insisted, you know, I've got a smile. Last bonsai, he's very smart. He's going to be a doctor. So, like, I had that so many times. I think uh, he actually sowed that seed. Planted it, yeah. Yeah, to, uh, to study medicine, you know. Uh, and... But I loved music. Mm. So I loved playing. I loved writing. I wrote my first song when I was probably about 10, 11. Sure. And I actually got to record it later in life, really? which is interesting. Uh, the song is called Lot of Hosts. So one of my favorite songs. But I wrote that at a very young age. I didn't yeah. even know what to really write a song. Did you have means. to add on and like no. tweak it? No. no just, just as, as is. is. Like literally word for word like sure. it was. I didn't... I was very intentional about it because uh, it's exactly that. I thought, should I? Yeah, make it more mature. And I thought, no, 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 I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like uh, the way I thought about it. Yeah. Because that's the life of the song for mm. me. It's, it's, I always think songs for me are how I feel them. At that very moment when I'm writing, I really wanted to come out that way because that's when it hits me. Mm. And if I... It's true to that moment, yeah. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm not true to that... Then I've shifted from what what really touched me. So, mm. and I think nothing touches you 
nothing touches the next person mm. if it doesn't touch you. Yeah, you yeah. can't. If it's not true and authentic, you can't. Yeah, you can't yeah. impact people beyond how impacted you are. Yeah, sure. So. You can't impact people beyond how impacted you yeah. are. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that's basically me. School. And then you keyboard. you played in church, right? Yeah, I played, played in, in church. church. Yeah. All my life, I did free gigs to last a lifetime. Eh? <laughs> so I I literally played and sang. I did so many weddings. Uh, for free, I did funerals. Is this during school or even after school? During school. During school, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like weekends. Like, yeah. I'm at church. Yeah, I'm gigging. Like, but yo. No money. <laughs> hey, no money, man. Like, you know, if I got paid for all those You'd gigs. You'd be damaged. I'd be proper. <laughs> so, so I did a whole lot of that. Yeah. and But it was so good because it was uh, great training. Yeah. You know, it was platforms that I would have not bought. Yeah. Because nobody would have paid me for them. Yes. So I wouldn't have been in those spaces. But I mean, I did conferences. So I grew up in the Assemblies of God. So it yeah. says like a big thing. Everything is a big yeah, thing. There's a conference every other. Yeah, there's and a quarterly like meeting. And it's like three women's services meetings. a day. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's the women's one. It's the youth one. So every other week there's something happening. It's the father and I go to play at all of so them. So you were just playing keyboard at this point, not yeah. singing. I was playing at this point. Yeah, I was not doing a lot of singing. I had a group that I started. So my first real singing was with a group that was called <laughs> Mighty Singers. No way. <laughs> That's kid, a duplicate. I kid you Isn't not. Isn't there a Mighty Singers? Mighty Clouds of Joy. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, mighty was, Singers. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was called the Mighty Singers. I think so my dad also had a group called Mighty Singers. Yeah, no. I think all of you guys were the mighty. <laughs> so, mighty I don't something. know what was mighty about us, but yeah, it was like just some boy, yeah. young boys and we sang. But you know how, how it is when you sing and you're young? Yeah. People are not honest. Yeah. Oh, like even if you mess it up, like, you know, yeah. so, and but you gain confidence and you, so I kept at it, but I played more than I sang. Mm. So. Oddly, I sing more than I play now. So I do more of that than I don't Anything even play else. for myself. Yeah. So uh, I used to. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up playing keyboards more than anything for, for the longest of time at church, at home. And that started at home, actually, mm. when they bought an organ for the church and they brought it at home because they needed to put butler mm. uh, 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 butlers at, at the church before they take it. Mm. So I started fiddling. And land a couple of cards. So no one else is musically talented at home. Okay, Not they're going to gonna see this. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, so everybody sang at home. Okay. So we would sing together. Okay. Like it's one of those things that we okay. would do. Yeah. But I don't think anybody ever saw it as a, had a passion for it. Um, so it was almost coincidentally when you just like, okay, here's yeah. a piano. Actually, everybody played sing. before me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Jeez. Yeah, because I was the young one. Everybody didn't give me a chance. They just played and learned. And they all learned before me. Yeah. And then I started learning later when they were all gone. And like, you're ah, good. You're the good one. Yeah, it turned out not so bad. Anyway, <laughs> how did serving in church impact you? Because I asked this because I look at my church journey. And just like yeah. you, um, I was on the singing side. And every now and then, MC. But I was very active in church. If they needed yeah. someone like... I, I, I will do it. And I, I credit my confidence to that, to stand in front of people. Yeah. But for you, where do you think it, it played the biggest role for you? Especially because you were so dedicated and there's no payment. And yeah. Barely a thank you. I think just your heart. 
Mm. Doing it for the right reason. Ah. Right? Mm. Where it's really about serving people and just uh, the passion you have and the joy you find in doing that. Because we used to just love being just behind love the keyboard. Yeah. And, you know, like every song, like, you know, I, I could play every key. So you could no jump transpose. in. transpose. Yeah, no, no. I started transposing later in life because <laughs> I, I got lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I started using the keyboard for writing more than anything. Yeah. Right, right. Then I just focus on one key because I know everything about it. But I loved it, man. I, I think it, it gave me, it grounded me in ministry. Mm. Um, it was, like I said, it was a platform that was readily available. Yeah. And it was proper training. Yeah. Like at that point I had to learn to just randomly play songs. And you learn when a lot of mama melodies. Yeah. Song, you must find the key. And people are switching keys in the middle of the song. <laughs> like must, that whole vibe. Like you, you literally need to, you need to keep it together. Yeah, yeah. So I'm moving around and, and you learn. Yeah. Like, um, but it, it was I think it added value in that way that you really learned to uh hear music yeah. from all walks of life and yeah. from different people and it, it helps you to be able to create mem uh, melodies. Because melodies. melodies is about what's rooted in you mm, in a lot of ways. So what you're exposed to. It, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I wouldn't be able to do the things I do had I not gone through that journey. Sure. Yeah. And then now you go from fully serving in church and really enjoying all of this music and starting yeah. a group. And now you're almost thrusted into the medical field because yeah. one, it was planted in you. And I guess there was an interest yeah. in you. Did you ever throughout that journey, because it's so hard, feel out yeah. of place? Like, mm, actually, I just want to sing. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really have a problem with studying medicine, like at all. Okay. Like uh, I actually loved practicing when I did. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I still would do it. Mm. I still get a Even chance. the studying part, you were. The studying is acting, but it's fine. Mm. It's, I, I feel like it's like every other course that anybody else does. Mm. Right. Um, so went through that process. I think um, when I qualified. Yeah. Um, I saw determined. I even stopped doing music totally. So at that point, it's like, I just want to focus on my career, sure. build my career in medicine and whatever, and go and specialize and blah, 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 and just keep growing and figure out how far I can go with this thing. Sure. Uh, and I went, I started working, I did my internship. That year, man, like was the hardest, two, first two months of my, my internship were the hardest experience of my medical training. Mm. Um, Why? I think I had a very racist boss. Okay. Yeah. So that environment was very was toxic. Tough, yeah. Like I, I worked harder than everybody. I woke, I got there early, left later than anybody, um. but it was just odd how he would, and I was the only guy in the group and I was the only black person in the group. Okay. Like, so. You were just outed from the minute. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Um, so at that point, that was the first point I thought I shouldn't have done this. I can't. Like, I really can't. Like, sure. is this how it's going to be throughout my internship? Because as an intern, you're a slave. Mm. Like, you literally... You, you're just a yes. Yeah. But actually, as you're saying yeah. that, it's so crazy just to quickly slide off that how you treat other people when they come into a new environment can actually affect whether they get to do what True. God has called them to do or not. Absolutely, man. Like, I, I had second thoughts at that point. And sure. I thought, I just wanted to get out. Like, yeah. I thought... If I can get out of this, still fine. Yeah. I'm going to go into private practice so that I don't have a boss. I don't even want to go 
specialize again because it means I'm going to have bosses like, yeah, you know, who treat uh, you badly. and who will treat. And it's, I mean, specializing is also a very, a very hard training anyway. So, um, but yeah, that, that experience was terrible for me. Yeah. The first two months. And then we shifted because you do rotations yeah. in different uh, fields, uh, um, specialties. So I move. And I was doing internal medicine at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I moved from internal medicine. I moved to orthopedics. So some old white man who was the head of department there. Mm. He was the sweetest thing, man. Like, so you know, like, I moved from oh. the, yeah, I moved from like. The opposite, yeah. And then I got there and I was even, I was even the team leader because I worked hard. Yeah. Like, you know, I was a team leader for interns and whatever. He was so nice. Yeah. Like, I thought I could actually do this. Like, I'm at in that the right point, place. I actually thought. Maybe I must I must become an orthopedic surgeon, like you know, because <laughs> yeah. the people are nice. Yeah. So. But yeah, like two extremes, like the worst of times and the best of times in that space were literally back to back. Yeah. And fortunately, everything after that was just like I was used it's to the stupid. space, yeah. like used to the pressure. Yeah. And I just went through it, and when I was done, yeah, I was grateful for both experiences because the other one really hardened me, made me work hard. The other one taught me that you don't have to treat people bad mm. for you, you know, for them to do their work. Mm. They can literally just, you know, if they love it, they love it, they're going to do it. So it was interesting uh, um, a couple of years. And of course, after that, when I did my community savior, that was easy because then yeah. I'm now senior. But I always vowed I would never treat anyone bad who's junior to me. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So because that first experience was rough enough it for me to you. know that you don't want to do that to somebody else. And make them feel like I could they quit. They don't matter. Yeah. But I'm not a quitter, so I was not gonna I was not gonna quit. No, you're not. Not, <laughs> not on <laughs> don't not for him. Me. No, he was not gonna win. <laughs> so how did you how did you find how and when did you find music again? Because so, I know you have an yeah. album that you had an album that yeah. like nobody knew. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then out of nowhere there's this guy and that time yeah. one gospel was like the thing. That's just yeah. every second song. Yeah, no. It's you, man, no other crazy. god. Yeah, no other god is like the first one I think yeah. I saw. But yeah, when did you refind your 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 passion? So I I'm doing my medical uh uh, uh I was a medical officer at that point. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was a, I was doing my community savings, right? Mm. And I am sitting and then i see an album online mm. right and then i'm thinking okay i'm gonna order this album it Whose album donald lawrence okay oh yes yeah um so i ordered donald lawrence's album and because i couldn't find it anywhere local i looked i had one song in passing was, and i thought still cds yeah it was still cds <laughs> well i would need context <laughs> <laughs> so that, i can't find it anywhere uh, no cds Faded two, three years ago, yeah, right? So yeah. It's not that long. It's so wild. <laughs> yeah, like music had closed two, three years ago. COVID like messed it up. So I order this CD and then get posted and I drive from work. I get a, a text that there's a, actually they were sending slips. Mm. I got a slip in the morning in mm-hmm. the post. And then I go to work and I knock off from work. I get to the post office. I pick up this package. Mm. I open the CD, put it in the CD player. I'm driving to the house. It's literally a four minutes drive. Mm. First song. I'm thinking, what? What? (laughs) Thinking, this is crazy, man. I'm driving. Like, so I get to the driveway and I park at the driveway. I'm sitting in the car. Like, I can't get out. Like, I listen to the whole album from first song to the last song. Yeah. And I thought, Mm-mm. 
nah. <laughs> Am I going to do this for the rest of my <laughs> There's life? There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> like, you know, like, and I thought, okay, let me start writing. Okay, let just me, like that. So yeah. that album just. That was a proper trigger, man. Like, sure. and, and I got to become friends with Donna Lawrence. We talk oh, a lot. Oh, and wow. I, preach... I just got to become friends with Donna oh, no, Lawrence. Oh, no, no, no. The, per I, the I, person who made me go back to music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going there, but I... <laughs> But yeah, so so I got to tell him like the impact he had in wow. my life. Like he literally saved my life yeah. and my journey. Because yeah. like it is at that point I knew that man, I There's must more. write again. There's more, yeah. You know? And I started writing and yeah, so I did that first album. But it was because of that. So it's him. It's uh, another person who made me think I would do music was probably Fred Hammond. So uh, Fred Hammond. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. him and Fred Hammond yeah. probably the most complicated them. people under the music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got introduced to Fred Hammond when I was doing my first year in varsity. Good. Were you and a cat? No. <laughs> <laughs> but in music, there's are my cats. Are my, I don't know. You can't touch cats. <laughs> no, I don't know. You're not a cat. Okay. No, it's true. But I was doing my own thing in my own corner. Like okay. I was, uh, but I played through throughout my varsity years in so the SEA. So I was like, was yeah, I became the head of music <laughs> there. Like, yeah, but yeah. So, um, but yeah, that album literally changed my life. But also it was just not. What was the name of that first album? Um, my album. Yes, your first Heart album. Heart of the King. Is that the one that had no other God? No. No. So that album is actually my second album. So okay. I, so the one you're talking about that nobody knows about. Nobody knew, it's knew about. Heart of the King. That's okay. the album I wrote after I... I had that uh, experience of that with album. Donald, and nobody yeah. really heard it. Nobody had it. I didn't have anybody to hear it. Okay, so you just so recorded I recorded it. I kept it, and called a couple of people, asked them, "Do you know anybody that could distribute music? Call musicians mm. like who were doing well at that point, who had an experience of being around, mm. and you know, and mm -hmm. like no, nah, nobody, nobody would. No one could tell you. Now, at that point, I felt like. Yeah, you all are not helping me. Like, yeah. You connected to people. But sure. I think growing up, I then realized at this point, I said at a point where I realized, nobody owes you anything. Mm. Nobody mm. owes you anything. Like you must not be entitled to people's experiences, connections, nothing. That's nobody a owes hard, you. liberating fact. Yeah. Like, and so I'm mad at nobody. So you didn't get mad at anybody. You were just like, look. I'm, I'm mad at no, nobody. Like uh. literally, because... Then I realized my journey was not dependent on them. They cannot take credit for it. They cannot say, I made I would, you. Yeah, made yeah, you, like, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it was a, it's a liberating thing. Yeah. It's a, a to, but also to know that God has our path set, man. Mm. Like, I depend more on God than I depend on man. Like, mm. I don't care for contacts. I don't care for that. I care for just being directed by God, what to sure. do next. And yeah. so it, it's why I don't really get afraid of taking big steps in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Because I always think... If you put me here, you'll sustain me. But a lot of testimonies that carried me through life to this point that I am. I want to go back to that album yeah. because it didn't make it, yeah. right? And you obviously had a career that was thriving on its own. At that point and now, at that point, what do you think was the purpose of it? What what was what did you think was the goal of it? Was it to impact people or was it to restore you back to music? And now, so it's two questions. Yeah. And now looking back, what do you think was the purpose of that first album that no one ever cared to hear? 
So, so that album, I literally, okay, so I was triggered to write that album yeah. and did a whole production. It was, it was my first solo production, yeah. basically. Um, I had done one with Intense years before mm. and wrote the songs, partly produced, worked with somebody. So this I sat through and I literally conceptualized everything about. And I had the album mm. and I was very happy. Like, you know, mm. when you've got something, you think, I did <sighs> I good, I did it, man. yeah. I did good. And nobody would uh, help me get it out, mm. which is fine. Mm. And so I sat with it. I was happy. Mm. And then I went back and I went to private practice. So you're just like. Yeah. So, so it was like, oh, that's done. Like, Praise next, the Lord. Happy. Let's. Next thing. And then Jeez, I went to private spirit. practice. Yeah. Uh, uh, so went to private practice. And when I was in private practice, I was doing well. The practice was growing. Mm. I was busy. And. Set one day, man, another one, another second encounter. I'm sitting one day and I feel like I can't do this for the rest of my life. Sure. Like I'm just sitting, I've got a very thriving practice. Yeah. Um, um, working really hard. Seeing like a hundred people a day. Yeah. So like, you know, but I'm sitting one day, I'm thinking. This is it. This can't be all to me. Like, you know, like when that feeling yeah, is that intense. In there, it's like, like mm -mm, I really can't no do way. this for the rest of yeah. my life. And and I had very loyal patients who'd come really, you know, I was at that point where I'm... What kind of person is loyal to a doctor? How sick are those people? <laughs> <laughs> they will not go to anyone else. Okay, I get Like, it. so if, if you're if not such, there, yeah. you've got a session oh, doctor okay. working, then they're going to say, when is he coming? Look, I'd rather die. I'd rather <laughs> die. It must doctor. be him or I'd rather yeah. die. So, um, yeah, so, and I mean, I would do house visits at that point. I had sure. some really old patients who yeah. could not even come uh, that we build relationship over years. So I'd travel to their houses and some of them would call you in the middle of the night. Like, you know, and my practice was in Mabopani. So I'd drive, I was staying in Pretoria North at that point, drive there and go see them in the middle of the night, get ambulance. Like, so it was hectic, yeah, but it was good. It was fulfilling yeah, until that very day. And nothing happened. Mm. Like nobody came to me. I had no music. Mm. I had no trigger except I sat in that room and thought, Mm. I can't do this. This can't be every. This can be all of yeah, it. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. There's definitely more, to, more to me. And and then like I got triggered again to start writing, and that's when I wrote that album. So, but I knew something was wrong because I started going to work late. Mm. I knew that. Okay, I'm not so happy. Yeah. Like I get there's a disconnect. Late and you walk in, the practice. <laughs> Is full. And you should be happy because you own the practice, yeah. right? Yeah, and you're walking and it's full. Like there's, it's like <laughs> coins just, everywhere. And you just stressed. <laughs> you're just like, I'm thinking, no, oh. oh, I can't do this. This is, so I started having a session doctor work more often and people complain, no, why aren't you coming? So the days that I actually do go, mm. they're even extra packed now. Like now I get there like eight, I leave there at nine in the evening. So it's like intense. And then I have, Admin work to do, I yeah. need to do claims, yeah. medical, oh, it, was it was just, a lot. yeah, but I mean, I could have managed the time better and, and, you know, yeah, but I think, but I just I felt mean, empty. I mean, when I, when I left accounting, I was reading a book, um, oh, I forgot what it's called, but it's a book by T.D. Jakes. And there's a line, one specific line that I'll never forget is that when God wants to 
kick you out of a place he will ruffle the he will ruffle yeah. the feathers like the same way with birds yeah. when uh, uh, the mother bird's about to kick the baby bird out yeah. he will ruffle the nest yeah to make it uncomfortable until the baby has to fly and fly to out. so that's that's those days when you go and you're yeah. just like the money is just not even worth it anymore no, it's not. yeah it's it's but god that's, literally that's, kicking that's one you of out the biggest lessons in life money is not joy no, no. it really isn't yeah it it's, i don't care how much you make <laughs> like, it's not Money's nice Trust though, me. but oh, it's, it's not everything. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Actually, I think my my detachment from money was from a point that I don't want to do anything because of money. money. There's something about walking within your purpose uh, that comes with so much provision within yeah. that space. Yeah. Like, so when you're really doing what you're called to do, yeah. you're operating in your highest frequency yeah. and you literally are for the lack of a better word, uh, I'm just going to boom, whether you like it or not. I had a conversation with the lady yesterday and she was talking about um, exactly what you're talking about when you like aligned, right? Yeah. And she said someone told her a story about her, her, that person's understanding of what happened in the Garden yeah. of Eden. And when, when, when they ate from the forbidden tree, right? Yeah. When God said to Adam, Adam, where are you? It's not that God couldn't see Adam because God is all seeing, right? Yeah. But it's just that from a spiritual level, Adam had descended, yeah. right? And so he needed to go back to that spiritual place. So that's why God gotcha. was like, where are you? Yeah. And I think for us, when we finally align and move within, within where God has set yeah. us, it's when we at that spiritual level where we fully see God, he sees us. Mm. There's that, there's that alignment that I, I can't even explain it. That dependency, like you yeah. can't go on stage without God because you're scared of people, yeah. but you need him. And when he comes in, by the time you get on stage, it's magic yeah. because you're fully dependent. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, I don't, I don't care for aesthetics on stage. Like it's, yeah. it's one of those things in yeah. my head. I don't, Go on stage and feel like I need to do a lot. Yeah, it's just, like you, just, just you just want your mic and to sing. Yeah, like I I literally just get on stage and not care. Yeah. Um, You're still a perfectionist though, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. get you. Uh, well, it's, a, it's, it's skill means. Yeah, uh, but care in terms of I don't care what crowd it is. Mm. I don't adjust myself to a crowd. Ooh. So I don't get into a place and think, oh, it's this type of a crowd, so I need to do this. Sure. I do the same thing consistently every single time because that's the best of me you can get. Sure. If you want somebody else who's going to do something else, by all means, call them. So sure. I've gone to odd places where I thought, they don't even speak English, maybe. Yeah. Like, I'll sing an English song that yeah. I sing yeah, everywhere. That's just who I am. You know, that's just who I am. And you'd be so shocked. I've, I mean, I've gone to... Caribbean places where they've not even had any of the songs I do because it's like they're consumed with American music mm. or their own music. And you're not changing. You'd be so shocked at how much they find that refreshing. Sure. Just you get there. I mean, I went to a place and I was just visiting in passing a friend of mine said, let's go. Mm. We went past a church, it was a Caribbean church and nobody cared for it and mm. nobody knew me like mm. whatever we got into that place i sang one song when i left uh so there was, there was some african people there for some mm. reason so they made noise about it now he told their pastor the pastor said he was not there he's like i must get this guy to come back mm. so they literally booked me for a whole set on a sunday no church it was just and they packed that place up 
man, it was amazing. It was such a beautiful experience. Mm. Like, but by the time I was done with that, we were able to move from that, which is like maybe 200 people mm. to the next show that we did there, which was about 3,000, two nights in a row within a period of a month. Because the Caribbean community just came together and said, we need to we get need them back this. again. But sure. had I tried to do what they do, they'd yeah. be who they are. Yeah. I would have been another guy. Yeah. It's and inauthentic. It would have been fine. Like, oh, you, it's nice. Uh, yeah, you did well. Some African guy. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because it's odd. Like when you go overseas, they expect you to come and do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even to know where to start. I'm not, I can't. No, dance to save my life. So, but sure. like being authentic is key. Where do you find? Have you always had that confidence of, I just show up as me, and that's enough, because yeah. that's another level of operating yeah. where, like the I, 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 you have a lot of self worth. Yeah, where you just know that whether I impress you or not. But that's a thing. It's not even. I, I don't think I got to that point where I thought. Oh yeah, I. I think I got to the point where I think God made me this way, man. Why do I want to change it? Like I thought, can I just be who God made me to be and just enjoy that space? And it comes with so much power with backing. And it's crazy. It's crazy when you're just being who God made you to be. Because like, then he carries you. You don't carry yourself. So it's it's like just leaning. It's a life of leaning. Leaning. I'm like, I'm going to lean on you to do this. Yeah. So um, one of the things when I do events, yeah. like one of the best, very first conversations I had with God was nobody knows me. Yeah. Nobody would care to come to my event. When yeah. I did my first recording, it was very genuine. Yeah. It's like, I want to do this. I'm going to put all resources I can into it. Yeah. I'm going to do everything I can to market it. Mm-hmm. And... But nobody but knows nobody me. knows that you're just the doctor. But I'm just being obedient and available, mm. right? And I was like, and then God took me to a scripture. It's in, I'll never forget it. It's in um, uh, Kings. Mm. And it speaks about uh, the wife of a prophet who the prophet died and uh, he was left with his sons and they had a debt. Mm. Oh, and, yes. And, and when, when the prophet came, he says to her, uh, uh, hey, what can I do yeah. for you? yeah. Uh, and what do you have? Mm. He says, I have a little oil mm. and flowers gonna and actually says to her, Go collect vessels, mm. right? Mm. And she collects all the vessels from the neighbors mm. and then she starts pouring. And then and it, it just... hit me. Like it's that little oil. That's it. And and then God literally spoke to me in a way that made me understand what he meant by vessels. Mm. It's like Every venue to me is like a vessel. Mm. Just bring it to me. I'll Just fill it up. Oil. Yeah. I'll fill it up. Mm. And I'm going to use exactly what I've already placed in you mm. to fill these places up. I'm Ooh. like, okay, we're good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's and see. I did the first place. So my very first show that I did, we had about five, it was a 500 seat. I didn't know. 500 people is a lot of people. It's a lot people of people. When it, no, no, no. It's a lot of people. When, when you're starting off, it's. Even, a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Like, so I'm starting at this venue. It's a 500-seater. I'm thinking, that's crazy. Where am I going to find Where am them? I going to get 500 people? You know, I went to a church. There are 3,000 people. I'm thinking, maybe people from my church would come. <laughs> um, it wasn't that's a lot of people. It's <laughs> not how it works. Um, but that place was sold out. Like, crazy. It was sold out. And, and you obviously don't know how. You just know that. I, it, I don't know it, how. Yeah. Like, 
so I get a lot of people think, yeah, tell us about your strategy. Yeah. I'm like, can I just be honest? It's not strategy. <laughs> it's strategy is God, yo. I'm winging this thing. I'm just going by the, I get by it the so leading much. of the Holy Spirit. As Oof. you know, and and then they think that you just oh, you don't want to give yeah, the you're details. Being selfish. I'm like, I'm really giving you the details. I can tell you the other things I do. Yeah. But I can tell you for a fact it's not those things that really make it happen. It's I'll do everything everybody does. Yeah. Everybody puts out posters. Everybody goes <laughs> on billboards. Everybody does. Because it's churches. Ads. Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody plays, influen- plays influencers. You do everything that everybody does. But it's not that. Because if it was that, everybody else would then get mm. to the very same point mm. that you get to. Mm. So it's not. So there must be something else beyond the normal stuff. So, mm. so yeah, I went into that dependence mode where like, God, I'm going to trust you to fill vessels. So. And then my fear for vessels disappeared. So when I sure. did the dome at that point, I thought, oh, it's another vessel, right? Oh. I'm bringing the vessel to you. So that 10,000 versus 500, it's, yeah. it's the same 20. vessels. Oh, yeah, 20,000. It was 20, such an odd move because we did, if, if I you remember, we did you. A, a month <laughs> and a half, yeah. within a month, from announcing it, rehearsals to the recording. Yes, so yes, yes it month. was a month. Yeah. So from the day that I announced, I have a, now I can announce ahead of time, but that was like a very spur of the moment yeah. thing. Like, let's do that. That's a very and I'm glad weird I did, spur of the, the moment. Place is like gone. Yeah. Now you can't do. It. You've got the. It's bag. probably the last show that one of the last shows that happened there. Sure. So, then it got sold because we went into COVID, and then it got sold. But it's just another vessel. I want to talk when, about the leaning in. You keep saying. Yeah. Leaning in, and I yeah. guess that's your that's that's your your strategy. Yeah. Leaning in. What does this leaning in look like on a practical level? So if so I have this thing with God, which is odd, which is. Um, God excites you so much. I just look does. at you get all giddy. He does. He does. I, I have totally discovered that God is real, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I used to know he's real. <laughs> I used to hear it. Yeah. Right. I know, no. I know like without, like you can't shift my mind out of it. Like um, I'm not even distracted. Sure. You know, I've got, I have, I've had offers to do great things that I knew that would, would have compromised my life. Mm. But I sit here like, I know, no, no, that I just need God yeah. and I'm fine. Yeah. And I mean, he's taken me through the hardest of times. Yeah. Like when I thought, would I crack? Mm. Would, would I make it through this? And, and he did. So, my relationship with God is is, is everything, mm. and everything revolves. I build from that point. Mm. Like, I build so my, my leaning on Him is really birthed from a point of trusting Him. I I grew. I've grown to trust Him over time. Yeah, I came to that true realization that He's faithful. Yeah, and when that hit me, mm. and you can't. You can't shift me. Like, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> care what happens. Yeah. And, and, and so I go to God, whatever it is. Like, mm. if, I, if, if he gives me an impression, I need you to do this. Like, I go. First thing is I check, do you really want me to do this? It's a starting point. Like, right? I, my wife knows. Like, I, I'll tell her that, nah, I'm not just doing things just for mm. doing them. I've mm. moved from that you, place where I get pressure high. Please bring your show here. I'm like, no, I'm not coming. Because I'm, I'm not trying to sustain it. No. I'm not trying to make it happen. I'm not making it happen. I'm not Please. making it happen. Yeah. And uh, so it's one of the things I would run to. It's like, God, 
should we do this? Are we doing this? And if it's a big thing, it's like, okay, um, how do you want us to do it? How do you want us to do it? Yeah. yeah. And I'd get direction about it, like do this. And it's not like you'd say, on the first you must do on the second. Like it's You're just, literally figuring yeah. out on the go. Then I'll move on that one word. Sure. Do this. Because you know, you know that that do this is like a let there be. Yeah. It, it yeah. carries the same weight for me. Like if God says do this, yeah. it's like that's permission. Yeah. And, let and there be light. Yeah, yeah. It's proper permission. Like whenever God places something in your heart and you know it's him and he says do this, he's granted you permission to succeed in that space. Yeah. Like, there's the scripture that I live by, um, that I love that where, where Jesus says, I don't leave you alone. I leave you with the Holy Spirit so that you can yeah. do what I did and even more. Yeah. What does that scripture mean to you? Yeah. I think the more, the more that we do is really still empowered by him. Mm. You know, I don't think more means that I have any abilities within myself to do it outside him. Mm it actually means you need to depend on me more yes. so that you can do more. So that more. you can do more. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and to him is, I didn't have the time to do. Yeah, I had 33 years. <laughs> I give you all the time. Yeah. But I, sure. but you're also not starting where I started. Mm. I had to deal Ooh. with this. Like, you know, I've. it's like somebody saying, walking, I've already paid for one, two, three. Yeah. You uh, just yeah, run it. Just put the furniture in. Like the, the house is, pla- is paid for. Just literally so what a perspective um and there's so much more that we're able to do when we lean on him but i actually think people lean more on people that's true and 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 there's nothing wrong there are people that god brings into your life so that you can lean on them yeah. your partner becomes a leaning space yeah. for you uh you carry the journey together uh your family is a leaning your church could be a leaning you know your pastor could be your friends could be a place to lean on but they're just very temporal. Yeah. And they must be God used to be leaning. To be lean on to be leaned on, yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna be happy for them. I think we need we constantly seek validation and we need that and that validation we want yeah. it to be tangible. So at least if I share because yeah. I had this thing, everything I'm doing now, I think I've always done, but I always invited everyone in. Like yeah. do you wanna like I'll share my ideas and yeah. let's do it. And I think that is it's almost like a lack of faith of at least if it doesn't work out, it's on, it's on us. And it's, 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 it's not necessary. It's, it, it's like a, prov- when you don't trust God enough, it's like you want to build a, a, a wall so that you don't get hurt if it doesn't happen the way you thought it would I, happen. I, I think leaning on people is the, uh, depending on people might be the worst thing you do the to worst yourself thing you do, for, your, yeah. for your journey. Sure. Don't do it. Like, uh, I think uh, we ask so many people for their opinions. Yeah. You know how many people told me it could it, I can't do the things I'm doing now? Sure. So many. And people who looked like they were more experienced, who had more... It seems like uh, solid advice. Yeah, yeah. Like you listen to them and think they're in the industry. They're like, no. I mean, my first album that I released that really broke me out into the market mm. was an album that somebody said to me, no, I don't want to release this because it doesn't make sense. It sounds too foreign. Sure. Like it sounds too different. Yeah, for the African Can market. You do what everybody does here. Sure. Like, it doesn't have that song, man, that people can dance to. And I'm thinking, Yo. okay, like, do a traditional song. Like, yeah. you, it's been tried and tested. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. It's not what I've been called to do. It's not what I've been called to do. So so don't 
people can really mislead you and take you um, um, away from from what God. You what, know what what's Kirk, in your heart? You know what Kirk Franklin said, and he was he was doing an interview, and someone said to him, he, they were ask he 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 was actually telling the guy when he he's at an airport and people come to him like, oh Kirk, please you know pray for us, like they mean well, but he said he's now he 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 his posture is look I'll pray for you, but I want you to understand that the same way God hears me. As quick as he hears me, the same way for you. But yeah. he realized that the reason why people do that is that people want other people to do the seeking for them, the yeah. leaning. That leaning no, you're talking sure. about, it's like I we want you. other people to do the studying the word, the yeah. building the relationship, the you. sitting in the presence of God so that when you come out, give me the word that you got so that I don't have to do the non-glamorous part of this God thing. And it might help. They might pray for you, but you're going to need them every time until you learn sure. to seek for yourself, mm. right? So that in the middle of the night when they are not available to a call mm. and you are in the midst of it mm. and it's like a fire burning and mm. you need the fourth man there, mm. like you know who to call. Like mm. um, it's also about growing and maturing. I think in Christ, like yeah. the more you mature, the more you really depend on him yeah. and you you remove middlemen. Everything out. Yeah. Out. Yeah. But also people have been taught that you cannot go get to God you outside. You need authority. <laughs> I'm the one that can get, that you, can there. get you there. And, and so there's a lot of false doctrines that has led people to believe that God hears certain people better than others. Like my pastor is the only one that God hears. My prophet is the only one mm. that can speak. And it makes sense. That, that whole time God is thinking, you are as much my child as he is. Yeah. Just, Just ask, come, seek, knock. Come directly to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. What does alignment feel like for you when you know that I am fully aligned? Because, you know, and as yeah. much as we have the relationship, there's missteps where you're just like, yeah. oh, like I remember feeling cold. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And I always in the morning I say, Holy Spirit, you're invited here. Come with yeah. me. And so when I know I'm not in the right place, I feel my whole body cold. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, we're not well. We, this is not the place. This is not the this one. This is not where we're supposed to be. And yeah. I know it. So for you, how does, what does alignment feel like when you know for sure? And I'm not talking big moments. I'm yeah. not talking big yeah. stages. But what does alignment feel like when you know you're, you're doing exactly what God said you should be doing? Peace. Ah. Like that's the anchor for me. Like if there's peace about it, you know, I've, there, there's so much that I wanted to do that I had every voice against, but I had peace mm. in that very moment to mm. do it. Mm. And I went and I did it. And in the oh, midst of fear? Yeah. 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 Uh, I think the fear was more instilled by people because yeah. I said, are you sure you want to do yeah, this? Are you sure like... you can? And I'm thinking, oh, <sighs> but I had peace that that's what God wanted me to do. So that carried me. So once I have that, I feel like, okay, okay we're in space. I go for it. Yeah. And I, and then I shut off from every other voice because yeah. I've also realized that there are voices that are really sent to distract you. You know, yeah. some mean well, yeah. they just don't know well. They just don't know well. Yeah. Sure. So peace is like, for me, very important, important. in yeah. anything I do. Um, and it has come... I actually realized moments that I messed up, I didn't have peace. Yeah, that's true. I, I look at it I and know, I'm it that, like, ah, I knew, and man. You know what? Sometimes you like, you will dress up knowing. Mm -hmm. I knew, And you will man. put that perfume on going, but you, inside there's a, there's a thing that is just like bagging, like bagging. But don't, we. Don't sign that. Con I mean, I said, I said, 
I said with a contract that uh, with one of the labels at some point and and I knew so well that I shouldn't have signed that contract. Sure. And it cost me so much. Ish. You know, um cost me my life's work at some point. Sure. Because I actually I mean God even sent people to tell me like <laughs> Just it's a bad deal. Just don't it. do it. And then I said, and I thought, ah, like, you know, uh, uh. do you know how much they're offering for Ish. that? And I'm thinking, you know, and then you learn at that point that, oh, okay, it costs yeah. you more. And, uh, costs you peace, time, yeah. money, recovery, yeah. health, you name it. I'm just glad God is gracious yeah. to, to, to give you second it's, chances. Grace. Yeah, he'll still pull you out yeah, it's, after it's, you it's got still, yourself in. It's like, okay, uh, now you know. Ne? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> God listen. No other God. Um was the first song I heard of yours. Uh yeah. Brendan and I were dating. Um and uh, we were home in Bumalahanga. You know the first time I met you were actually with Brandon. Really? Yeah. Where? At church. Which church? At PCI. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. he uh, he was maybe I had invited him. Yeah, Probably. no, the first time, like I met you guys together we at together. church, oh. standing together. We were still dating. Yeah, at the time. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's he's, yeah, a, he's an important of, part. Of, <laughs> I know he's he's he's, he's like important. it's amazing. It's amazing how so he sent Jane me a, and his unfolded. He sent me a song. I was home. Yeah. And um, because I didn't have DSTV or TV or anything like that in varsity, and I'd get home, and then he would send me something. He sent me the song, and he's like, "There's this new guy." Like yeah. he would, he, that's what he said. There was a point I was this new guy, yeah, man. That's that's everybody what he was saying, like, there's this he new said, guy. there's this new guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's this new guy, uh, my brother Blessing. And Blessing is Blessing is Brendan's brother. And he like, yeah. he loves gospel, yeah. but he's not like the churchiest of church. Like yeah. he, he, he just loves good music. So when yeah. he recommends a gospel song, you, you think just it must be good. <laughs> yeah. So he recommended it to Brendan and Brendan sent it to me. And I listened to it. And then every conference I was invited to, now I'm singing the song. <laughs> but now I want to know, no other God. Yeah. What was happening when you wrote that song? So I've made a vow. Because everybody makes some vow at yep. some point. Like the one vow that I made is, I will definitely not have any other God. I don't care what. I, don't, I will not worship things. Yeah. I will not build idols around myself. Things yeah. that I place before god above god yeah um and it was just a realization that there actually isn't any other god yeah and yeah very were simple you being, song were, it you was being, an ABE. were you being offered anything were you were you did you because when i think of it like we lay our lives before you yeah. before your throne i think of it as in moments of my life where something was an, an, an opportunity was important yeah. Yeah. or um this is what was supposed to happen so i remember i was at the peak of my medical career yeah. at that point and i felt god is directing me to this point uh, and it was like okay i will not bow to that i'll bow to I'll you i'll give you this medical i'll not bow to resource i'll not yeah sure. this will not be my god yeah you know uh success will not be my god money will not be my god any nothing will be my god so i'm gonna Literally, just lay my life, lay my life. for you yeah. to do what you want me to no do. No expectation. No expectations. I, it's the craziest thing. Like, we succeed most at things that we we don't go thinking, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, because also yeah. my next question is, yeah. did you think that song would didn't blow know. up? I, I didn't know any of this would happen, by the way, right? Yeah. So I just woke up one day and actually No Other God is actually the second song I released. What the was album. the first one? 
And nothing without you. Nothing without you, yes. So released Nothing Without You. And that's when everybody said, uh, the label said, we don't want it. So I thought, ah, no, I'm, I was not doing it for anything else. Yeah, it's just... I was just doing it because God led God me to do it. So I put it. it up on YouTube and it started trending. And you this put guy it, calls You put me. it up yourself on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. So and then this guy calls me, he's like, a week later, says, come, let's talk. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> Sit with him, he's like, um, yeah, I went through your album again, man. There might be something there. I liked it the first time, but I just don't think, still, he's telling me it yeah. can't work. Yeah, so let's... But he says, okay, so I'm going to try and see i'll put it out and then he, he starts critiquing every song like i like that song and i'm sitting i'm like i like it as it is <laughs> yeah like i don't uh, want to change you don't it. you don't have to yeah you don't have to do anything with it yeah trust me and then said, like, no i'm gonna put it out even when he put it out he really didn't believe it would do anything because he said to me yeah we're just putting it out it's week one let's see what happens the charts come out the sales charts for the week come out we released it on a Thursday. Yeah. So they do a calculation over the whole week. Yeah. And they release the charts on a Monday at yeah. that point. And then I get the charts and it's sitting at number three across all albums. How? From the Thursday. So then he says to me, he's like, he calls me, he's like, come to the office. So I drive to his office and he's like, yeah, you won't believe what happened. It's like, it's number three, that album. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was not shocked. <laughs> And You're not says, shocked? <laughs> no, I was not shocked. <laughs> and then he says to me, but I think that's it. I think it will not go further than that. Like still, Jeez. he still wants to say, nah, you know, says, you see, it can't be, it's by chance. Says, you see the number one album and number two album is like really seasoned yeah. artists yeah. and whatever. And says, another week goes by. He calls me again. Like, look, Jimmy, come to the office. <laughs> it's like, um, so what's happening? I'm like, what? It's like, that album is sitting at number one. I'm like, okay, what's shocking about that? I mean, that album went gold, platinum, double platinum, multi-platinum, over a very short and period very, of time. And there's not much marketing happening. I've never really There's done. no marketing yeah. strategy. Yeah, no, no there, there, there really has not been. Like, I mean, I've, I've just seen how it, it just got unfolding. So yeah. I sit and I realize I did nothing. And everybody thinks you must have done something. Mm, I, mean, I really did nothing. Uh, and, but it took him seeing it for a couple of weeks, months even, just mm. selling to the point where now the stores were calling for meetings with me, everybody. Now I was going to every retailer, sure. exec meetings. They want to meet me. They want to cut, you know? Yeah. It all just from, won't work. Sure. And then, so a couple of months later, I said to him, this was not supposed to work. Was <laughs> like, where <laughs> are we turn now? out the way that you thought. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, no. And we did a couple of albums and they all did They're, well. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I. It's just God. You align, God puts it together. What do you know about yourself now? Just in short. I'm very strong willed man and very determined and very focused. And I'm I'm more assured of my purpose in life than I've ever been. Sure. Because um, you'd think after the dome, it's like, okay. Yeah. But no, it's and, like and life I've, almost I, just began. And I've outgrown numbers. I'm not a numbers person. Ah, I've I'm outgrown a, numbers. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I sit at the, at the same place or I, I, I pour out from the same well mm. to want 
person mm. is to a thousand. So if you call me and there's two of you apart my heart, like there's a thousand of you. Mm. If you call me, there's 10,000 of you, I'll do exactly the same. Mm. I'll not try and overdo myself mm. and whatever. Because, it is what it is. You know, get me as I am, but I, I've discovered, I have found my purpose in God. Like sure. I know it well, yeah. like at this point. And so, and you know, I was reading a scripture the other day, it says, Psalms 9012 mm. says, teach us to number our days mm. so that our hearts may be set on wisdom. Teach us to number our days so that my, our hearts may be set on wisdom. Yeah. Okay, unpack it. And um, so we, we shouldn't be living. So if, if you notice, people celebrate years. Yeah. It's not how we should live. Mm. You know, how the Bible teaches you how to not even worry about tomorrow. Mm. You know, God takes care of the birds. He mm. takes care of the flowers. He dresses them in the beautiful colors that you see. Uh, live every day so fully. Yeah. So... Teach us to number our days to know that we don't have as much time as we think we have. Mm. Time flies. Yeah. You know, my dad passed away two and a half years ago. I kid you not, like, it still feels like yesterday. And I'm sure. thinking, I'm sitting, I'm thinking, it's been almost two and a half years now. Yeah. That's a long time. Maybe mm. you think about mm. it. People have gone and left for 10, 15 years and you're thinking, it's been 15 years. Sure. Oscar Pistorius has been in. I know. Oh, right. You know, when I heard it, I thought, has it There's been that no long? Ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but time is so precious. Yeah. Like, um, and it's wisdom to know you don't have too much time. Sure. And to put everything that you have towards God. We think we have a lot of time. Yeah. We, we think we can be obedient tomorrow. There is no time to be obedient tomorrow. So, so I had a story, which I think is fascinating. Mm. They say there was this king, right? So this king... I had a jester, like a comedian, mm. uh, that comes to entertain mm. He also referred to the jesters as fools. Mm. So he had this jester who mm. he called He's the fools. greatest fool. Yeah. So he calls him and he gives him a king's scepter. Mm. So he says, I want you to have this king's scepter. Mm. Right? Go around and find somebody that's a bigger fool than you and give it to him. Mm. Right? This guy goes around, searches, meets people, hey, man. Are you a greater fool than me? Sure. And then this guy's like, no, who told you I'm even a fool? I'm not yeah. even a fool. Yeah. And he goes around for two years, can't find anybody who agrees to being a greater fool than him. Then they call him, they say, like, your friend, the king is not well, come back. Mm. So he comes back. Still holding. And still holding the scepter. And the king says to him, hey, man, I'm going. This is where you're going. So I'm going very far away. Mm. Uh, when are you coming back? I'm not coming back. Mm. And he asks him, have you prepared for your journey? Mm. It's like, no. He says, finally, I found somebody that's a greater fool than me. Gives Oof. him the scepter. So, Oof. yeah, like value every day. You no, know, it could be your last. Yeah. And have you really planned have... for life beyond yeah. this point? Yeah. Teachers, you know, I actually went to a memorial service of a friend and I was just thinking about, he's so young. Yeah. And he had such a bright future. Yeah. Like he was just growing in the industry, um, building his career in, in the fashion industry. And, yeah. and he's gone. Yeah. Just, just like, like that. that. I wouldn't have it known. It could be me. Yeah. I'd be happy if you do everything you did for that day. And you know that my debt for today has been paid. It's been paid. I've done everything I need to do today. I've sure. lived. I've lived for my 
family i've lived for my partner i've lived for my kids yeah every day must count man like sure every day uh, must count yeah every day must count no and and stop being bothered about other opinions yeah because you're gonna get i'm sure you get a lot every of that day. like on the <laughs> you could have done this better yeah. you can do it yourself That's yeah yeah do it's your own, like it's not that's your own shows that's your own write yeah. your own song yeah uh, and leave mine alone yeah. i'm happy with mine as <laughs> is and there are people you can take Criticism, criticism for, yeah. for the people who are in the arena. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing it, if we're people getting dirty you. together, yeah, we're getting dirty. Like, no, remember we got this wrong last time. Yeah, Let's yeah, fix it. Yeah, and then you can. But somebody just comes randomly. Hey, I don't think you should do this. Yeah, we wouldn't be anywhere. But like, I think numbering your days is valuing every day, and living every day within God's purpose. Yeah, and being ready at all times. Yeah, being ready at all times. You don't know. Value the days; they are so precious. You and had, it, yeah, and, and he said so that your ma- so that our hearts may be set on wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Not well, not not, what, not set on all these other things. Attaining, yeah, yeah. Just big. let it not power, not fame. Yeah. Let it be set on wisdom, and the beginning of wisdom is to fear God. Yeah, like you know. So, um, I read a scripture that says, uh, speaks about how uh, wealth can grow wings and fly away. I thought that was interesting. So if you set your your, your heart, heart on wealth, it could just fly away. Hey. But wisdom and, and fearing God, because there's life in that. So biggest lesson of life. Sure. Numbering days. You had a, you, your dad has played a huge role in your life. Yeah. Um, and I know when you spoke to him about the dome, he, he said, he, he gave you Genesis, right? The scripture about if you look to the north, yeah, yeah. as far as your eyes can see. That's, yeah. that's a scripture that is that's carried what I me. Live with. Yeah, like yeah. as far as your eyes can see. Yeah. Um, and so how was your relationship with your earthly father yeah. reflected or affected your relationship with your heavenly father, your God? I think I think that that guy made me love God, man. <laughs> and and I think the past couple of years were really an experience. Cause yeah. I think when we when we're raising kids, yeah, I think it's for all of us. There's a time we're not friends to kids; we're parents. Yeah, like you sh- don't do this. Yeah, it's discipline this. and yeah, it's it's showing them the way. Like mm. that's so it was, it was a very solid father throughout. Like yeah. Yeah. Gonna be a and doctor. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And then later in life when I qualified and all that, it became quite relaxed. We became friends. A relationship. Than, yeah. Yeah. And so he gave me two scriptures. One is look to the north, look to the south, look east, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. However far your eyes can see that I've given to you. The mm-hmm. other one was wherever the source of our feet shall tread upon, I have given, I have to, given you. to you. So yeah. I live with those two scriptures. Sure. Yeah. Anything I want to possess, I must see it. You so must I, see it. I'm a, I visualize. If yeah. I want something, I print pictures. Yeah. Out. If I want, it could be as simple as a car. I'll yeah. Look at it every day, like yeah. literally. Yeah. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. You just <laughs> <I'm> gonna, wait. <laughs> you know. So so, but I'm very visual about things. So, yeah. And I'm also very pro getting into that place so mm. i'd go and sit in that i'd mm. go visit the place I'd, i mean when i started the dome i actually went there and i stood right in the middle of it empty as it was like dark and i thought we're doing this but i'm here <laughs> yeah like you know because i believe that the word of god is permission yeah permission. permission. so so when when he gave me those words they were like a prophetic permission for me to do things and yeah. for me a way for me to possess and everybody 
has a word that God has given them how to possess things. Yeah. You just and it works every time. Yeah. Like you just have like, to believe it. Believe it. Just code that one word that was spoken to you about how you should possess mm. and possess through it. So mm. I do the same thing. I go to venues, I stand on them before I even speak about them. So I'll get into a place, look, oh, it's a stadium. It's like, okay, I'm doing this next. <laughs> and then that's me possessing yeah. it. Yeah. And and I'll see it, I'll visualize it, I'll keep making sure it's in my eyes. Yeah. And I'll imagine it full and I'll just trust God to do. Then everything begins to align. Yeah. Yeah. So those two scriptures that he gave me were everything for yeah. me. Like, and he's left me with a lot of scriptures. Yeah. He's left me with a lot of prayers. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but, but I mean, I've had moments when he spoke to me and I thought, huh? That's scary. Yeah. Because he had so much faith. I think he could see. See beyond what you see. Beyond yeah. what I could see. And you tell me like, you're going to be great. Yeah. And he would say it random. And my dad was like one of those people who just don't randomly say things. Mm. If so he says it, it you know something. he means it. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he would not flatter you with words. He says it, he's, he's really seen it in, in the spirit and he's got peace about it. So he'd yeah. say that, you're going to be great. You're going to do so much. Yeah. You're going to reach so many lives. I, I appreciate the time I spend with him. Yeah. And I, I look back to it and it's such... Such grace, and I think God knows the people you need. Yeah, I think it was it's been important for me to appreciate you publicly, not just for seeing me, but you see so many people. Yeah. And you know, when you told the story about the two doctors and the two experiences, yeah. like it made sense why you treated me the way you treat me. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, this is yeah. this is why you treated me with I so much kindness. That's what I mean. You yeah. were so kind. You were so welcome because yeah. I felt very out of place. I didn't know why you had yeah. chosen me, and yeah. and I got there. And and I you really did do- well. Like, and I, I must say, like, you know, you watch people's lives evolve yeah. and they become this and that yeah it is so heartwarming to see how yours turned yeah. out like yeah. you know because you really found your my path your footing and yeah. your path and yeah you went at it man and you keep going at it yeah. and and my wish for you and your family and your husband and your kids is that you guys just keep growing and, yeah and there's no limit in god and in the process of all that just always remember that it's god it's god that started it and yeah. it's god you know, Galatians says, you foolish Galatians, having started well, mm. uh, how do you get to this point where mm. you think you can do it yourself hey. or there's any other help hey. you can get? So sure. I pray that you never get foolish and think it's anything sure. else. But, but you God. always remember because you started well yeah. with God. Sure. Carry on that path and you wake up one day and you really numbered your days wisely. Yeah. And because life does not end here, there's life beyond this. You want to live here and make the greatest mark yeah and touch people's lives but you're doing really well thank you i am proud (laughs) (laughs) you should be thank you so proud i'm so proud so proud of your husband how he also is there for you what he does with you what he's doing as well you know like it's like two people who are just going at it man like (laughs) you know everybody gets inspired in yeah from watching others like like, you know, you also inspire us yeah. in your own way yeah. because you're doing what you, you want to do. And you, to do. Yeah. And, and it's just heartwarming when you're doing it and you, you put God first and, yeah. you know, oh. I wish you all the best, man. Thank you. And we are gathering this year. Yeah. How many people? 
I was just doing 30,000. 30, just doing 30,000. <laughs> just 30,000. 30, nothing just, massive. So, so, so my, my, my thinking was, okay, no, man, it's been COVID. Yeah. You know, like, let's move let's, like, ah, let's do like an that's intimate, not, that's not intimate 30,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> just an intimate 30,000. We'll do 100,000 next year. So, so my dream about gatherings, yeah. right? Was I'm trusting God for a day that we gather a million people. So, sure. So it's a build-up. We're building there, yeah. Yeah, so we'll do... It feels like we're restarting because it's been two, three years yeah. without doing them yeah. because of COVID and all. But we start there and then we'll do 100,000 next year. We'll do 250. So my aim is to get huge land mm. somewhere like out, yeah. which can take a million, a million people. people. and Just worshipping. We just get a million people and nobody has to spend money to come. And sure. we just get... Yeah. We just go and worship. <laughs> Just just, like, what a million people <laughs> a million people <laughs> but yeah it's like that's a build up it's a five-year plan yeah to build up to a million people yeah and i think at that point i know what my next step in purpose is yeah because i think then there's a shift that i need to take well we that. have this video and on that day we're gonna play that video we yeah see. it's you know that's the beauty about it right yep. like that there's a there's there's a mark and, and then somebody can say oh it, he yeah said it. No, he said, he said it, it. Yeah, but so we gathering in september 14th september 14th october oh sorry 14th october yeah. um for checker monument in pretoria mm -hmm. tickets yeah, are available so, yeah tickets are available we it's gonna be good pushed quite a lot of it already so i'm hoping that by the end of i really want to sell it months before it even comes yeah. out so that we just focus on the production. It's going to be a really big production. Like yeah. I want to do the biggest we've done in terms of production-wise, like a bigger team. I'm probably going to even have a choir. Okay. I'm going to have an orchestra. Like there's a whole lot of things that I'm I'm, uh, that I'm conceptualizing about it, but it's, it's probably going to be production-wise, it's going to be, be the amazing. biggest we've done. So it's yeah. going to be amazing. So we can't wait. We're going to be there. Please come. This is, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.